Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey, what's going on? I have a free view of the Lost Zane recordings ready to go. Here you go. Okay, so it's like the first segment starting the show on uh, 107.3 WBBL on October 25th, uh, 2016 was the year. Okay, and uh, yeah, Julius, myself, Doan, and uh, yeah, I've got a free view of that. I make these whole shows available on my Patreon. It's like an audio time capsule. You can find them at patreon.com slash Eric Zane. And it comes with uh, your subscription to my Patreon. Five bucks a month. All of the audio gets you the lost Zane recordings. Smarter than a former drug dealer trivia. The Insane Asylum. The daily Patreon bonus. The aforementioned lost Zane recordings. And then the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. That should fill in any gaps of listening that uh, you may have empty. You have may have spaces there and you're listening because you get down with the free podcast. Like, what do I listen to now? Okay. Well, more of me. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Okay. Enjoy the free view. Good morning. It's the Eric Zane Show. Show number 136 is underway. For Tuesday date today 25th right here at the first community bank building downtown grand rapids for all of west michigan julius is here what's up buddy hey not too much and then go on at home no just go home sit no i was doing some work of course you were it's your thing air is kicking in though we were talking about it off air we thought there was another uh Heat apocalypse going on in here. Apparently not. That's never good. When I walked in here, I was like, "Oh, my oh God. boy, here it comes." It was uh, it's in, gonna be a terrible day in the mid seventies. Now the last time the air conditioning wasn't working. How high did it get? It was over eighty. Yes. It's down to seventy-one now. Okay. It's working. Yeah, we're oh. going south. Ed Buchanan over at LAV apparently is still cold though. We talked about that off the air. I, I think I was going to have to layer up. <laughs> I mean, uh, oh my God, I would rather it be cool, layer up, and then work your way down. Oh, I thought you see he's going to have to lay it up. No, no, no. Oh, <laughs> does that does that mean something I don't know about? Isn't no. lay it up mean give it up, hang it up? Oh no, yeah. I I guess it could be interpreted that way, but no, I wouldn't want that to happen anyway. Um, no, layer up. Get some, somebody get that guy a puffy jacket pronto so we don't have to deal with Ed being cold. <laughs> and besides, if I'm him, I don't want to perpetuate those stereotypes about old people. I'm cold. Which, uh, which stereotypes are those? That old people are always cold. Cold, uh, early dinners. Cranky. Cranky, yeah. Groan when you urinate. <laughs> 
We have definitely uh, dove right into that. Why did we even couch that at first? We <laughs> when that first story broke, or when that story first broke about somebody grunts in the bathroom when they go number one. We're very careful now. Not so much. Yeah, I don't. I don't know when it when the change happened. Yeah, I think it's kind of like uh, ah, well, whatever. What the hell? Apparently, the statute of limitations is uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. three days. Yeah, I I don't think he minds either. Um, it's not like he's listening. So last night. I, uh, I I went out to the Holiday Bar. Nice place. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if you knew this. I used to live by you there. Did used I used to, to live, live by, by there. there? Right. And uh, and and what's going on there is something we talked about <clears throat> last week. Was uh, local comedian Andy Bledsoe and Stu McAllister start? Actually, Stu I think was the first one to get involved in it. Start a uh, type of a uh, comedy deal on Monday nights. Now, it could be like an open mic thing. Sometimes they do game shows and stuff like that um, with people who are in attendance. And then they do this talk show with Andy. Mm-hmm. We had Andy in last week. Great guy. Great guy. <laughs> Great guy. And uh, and so Andy is uh, it, it's set up where he's at a desk. And there's, there's chairs next to the uh, uh, desk, which are shaped like hands. I saw that. A little weird. I think they got, did he, I think, I'm not sure exactly where they got them from. <laughs> But I thought the seventies. Stu referenced they got them from a Planet Fitness, and I'm like, I don't know if that's true or not. I haven't been in one of those. But uh, so does one of the fingers tickle your undersides? That would be a bonus for me. <laughs> I would have loved that. Shoots water right at your backside. You're actually seated on bidets, <laughs> operational bidets. But Andy shows up and uh, he does a monologue similar to what you see on like the Tonight Show, right? Letterman. I think he said he, was, he like modeled himself after Letterman. Okay, so he does that, and then um, now it's a late night for me. I was committed to, to getting in bed much later than what I'm used to, but you know I wanted to do it, so it's cool. He invites Stu up. Stu is uh, he talks with Stu for about fifteen twenty minutes about comedy, about what he's doing, what he's done, how it's how it's gone for him. Just just interviewing local dude, um, and uh, it was it was pretty interactive. It's probably about uh, 30, 40 people there. And I met some people who came from, from uh, who, are, who are regulars to this show, like Andrea, the lady who paints mm-hmm. her back, back window of her car, and her, and her husband, Jason. Pellerito was there video, oh, wow. videotaping. Guy uh, drove in from South Haven. Guy named Juan from South Haven. Okay. Now, uh, Juan can't exactly pick up the station too well in South Haven via the radio. It's just kind of like getting to the uh, end of the coverage pattern, if you will. Yeah. He, he listens online. I don't know if he had listened to the show uh, at like when he was closer to town, did he and call you a funny gringo? He was great, man. Juan was awesome. I mean, he came all that way from South Haven. I think I started a love connection too because there's another listener named Lindsay, who's uh, who's very cool, and uh, she came alone. She works third shift. She took the night off oh, to be there for this thing to see you. Yes, I was like, oh, what come a waste on. of time. That's what I thought. You don't have to do that, <laughs> but she was there and. Uh, and those, and I, I go, she goes, well, I came along. I go, well, I'll introduce you to a few people. And I was going to introduce her to that whole group of Pellerito, Andrea, and, and Jason, her husband. But uh, they're all taken, though. All of a sudden, Juan and her are seated at a table together. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Any funny business going on underneath the table? I, I didn't see any, but uh, they struck up a conversation. So that's nice. <laughs> she wasn't alone. He wasn't alone. Boom. Eric Zane show. Love Need, connection. Love connection right there. Hell, that's a better dating uh, percentage than some of these dating services have. Yes, just like that. 
but she's very outgoing. We, we could have like a dating service, easy dating. Speed dating. Easy, easy dating. Easy speed dating. There easy dating. I like it. And, okay, interesting story about Andrea. I don't know how, how interesting. I'll just say it as such. She was present for my last show across the street. She was had uh, like given to a charity, so she was seated there mm-hmm. when everything was going south. Oh. Now, the day before is when I had gotten myself in trouble. The next day, the right. Friday, the uh, 5th, I believe, of February, Friday, um, she was in the room when I had to make that this awkward apology to Joel. And uh, and then I and then I got like pulled out of the room and yelled at some more, and then I came back in and finished the show. And she said to me, "She goes, that was awkward." She said it seemed like things were going. She said she said she had a terrible feeling about that whole day, uh-huh. and uh, so she was like one of the first people to put two and two together rather quickly because she saw it unfold yeah. on you her think, end. You think they would have had a little bit more tact? You mean my old bosses? Yeah. Hey, well, there's a listener in today. Well, let's hold off. Now, I, a lot of the times the the management didn't know anybody was in there, so uh-huh. and it was just like, "Hey, here, come on out here for a second. And then I would leave the studio and get yelled at, and then and then that and was then you'd that. cry and then go back in. Didn't cry at that point. Uh-oh. That those days were coming. <laughs> those days were coming. Lots of tears, painful, painful tears. God, that was a bad time. But uh, so that was that. Well, hell, if I hadn't done that, I wouldn't be here. So thank God. <laughs> Thank God I did that. But um, anyway, what she had done years earlier was um, when we, we, we needed a bag, an actual bag to draw names out if we were doing a contest oh, okay. or anything like that. And uh, when we would do the trivia game, Dumber Than Zane, we would draw names out of the bag to see who was playing. Mm. And she sewed a bag that said uh, DTZ Trivia. She actually embroidered it. Oh, that's it, cool. Like, like hand sewn it. So uh, now, fast forward to last night. She goes, I got you a gift. And uh, so I, she opens it up and gives it to me. Or I opened it up. And uh, here, this is, uh, you know how we have our bags sometimes? That yeah, we yeah. Use for our games? Pass. Now. Tiger, Tiger Town Reach Around. Yeah. Yes, Tiger Town Reach Around. We've got our own oh. bag. <laughs> she made me a sack. <laughs> Good. You were, you were lacking one. Yes. <laughs> She, I needed a new bag, and and uh, she, I'll, I'll take a picture of it and and post the damn thing. Thank you so much. It is so cool, super sweet. That's gonna lady. come in handy. Yes, we'll definitely use walking around like a brown paper bag. Yeah, it's just looks like a hobo. Pretty low James rent. Gimmel. I mean, so you're just kind of like. <laughs> We're generally a a low rent show to begin yeah. with. I mean, come on, let's be honest here. There's something inside the bag okay. that we can use. How often have we talked about? It's, when, it's it looks rodish. When we want to, uh, like if we go to the kitchen, what is lacking there to get any of the cups or anything clean? Uh, like a sponge or something or a Closer? brush? Soap. Oh. Dish soap. Somehow we haven't had dish soap in this place in five years. Well, we do now. And you know what it's called? Nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. I, apparently there's a... I should I should get Hey, this is the I should have gotten that trademark. That's what I said. I looked at it, I go, nice. As soon as I saw it, it's called nice ultra dish soap. Ha! So we're in business, man. <laughs> we have a sack and we have soap. So thank you to her. Uh he so I sit down with um Andy 
And it's a lot of uh, questions, you know. He's kind of getting some of the audience up to speed as to who I am, stuff like that. And, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes of time. Just a ch- Stu's sitting right next to me. I always ask the question. If Stu has asked this question, too. If you could be a... If you could describe yourself as a baseball pitch, what would you be? Screwball. So... Stu goes, well, I don't want to be like some hack and say I'm a curveball. This is before I get up there. And say say I'm a curveball coming in out of left field or a knuckleball. Now, when he said that, I went, damn it. I wanted to be a knuckleball. And But then, uh, so then I get up there and he asked me the same question. And I told, I said what I just said now. Change up. And I said, no, I don't, I, I'm going to stick with knuckleball. And, and and then Stu goes, oh God, what a hack. I go, no, it's true. You should have said Ephus pitch. I don't know what that is. It's the one where they throw. They look like they're going to throw really, really fast, but it ends up going really slow. No changeup. No, no. It's like uh, it like goes up and then down, like a and lob. It, it's like a lob, and it goes like in the strike zone, and like people have a tough time hitting it. And not many people can. I, uh, I don't do think that. I've heard of the word ephus before. What is what the hell is that? Mm-hmm. I'd never heard that before. So, because there was a pitcher named Dave LaRoche years ago, or Dave LaRoche, who used to throw the lob, like that was like one of his only pitches. It'd be, it'd be screaming in at like 28 miles an hour, and nobody could hit it for a period of time. That's kind of what it's like, but it like goes up, and yeah. it goes right through the strike zone. Right. That's an EFIS pitch. Okay. That's just a fancy way to call what the the lob, I guess. <laughs> but I was like, no, 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 I'm a knuckleball man, because those things, you know, they don't rotate, and it's dependent on the wind and the humidity, and the ball can go anywhere. That's like me, man. I zig, I zag. I'm in the way. I'm out of the way. And they go, oh, okay, great. Okay. So it's um, a good answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it was it was all right, man. I was I enjoyed it. Uh, uh, Holiday bar has some good food. Did you have any food? I didn't. Oh. I was too nervous. I couldn't eat anything. Too nervous. What yeah. The hell are you talking about. Oh, You're uh, in the West Side. No yeah. one cares. <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what does it matter? I don't know. I, I get in my own head. That's the problem. It's not like you were at some fancy like steakhouse. No, no. Being like, yeah, I always get a little. It's like a, the West Side's a fun-loving uh, crowd. Yeah, they they enjoyed it. So uh, I, I think they enjoyed the time there and everybody hanging out. So that was good. And they and they do it once a month. We'll let you know about future endeavors for our friends at the Holiday Bar with Andy Bledsoe. So cool stuff. Um. I was driving in this morning, and something caught my eye. One of those uh, digital uh, billboards that kind of changes every 10 seconds Mm -hmm. or 5 seconds or whatever. And one that caught my eye on 196 headed towards downtown was one for the university, or for Western Michigan University. Okay. And. Is it row the boat? If it had just said row the boat in reference to the football team or whatever it is they're they're pushing, it would have been great. Mm -hmm. It would have been fine. But um, here they are two-thirds of the year into the season, and it had the oars and the W, and then it says undefeated. Oh. Is that, that's, that's a little weird, isn't it? That's a bad omen. Yeah. You're pretty much jinxing your season right there. You don't do that mid-season. No. You still have four games left. You could finish eight and four. And, and a bowl game. <clears throat> still that, go to a bowl game, but if they go I undefeated. Mean, but, but if you lose a bowl game, that's not an undefeated season, is it? No. Right. So my thought was, act like you've been there before, right? Isn't that what the the old, I mean, you don't want to, I mean, because first of all, if you want to. I'll tell you what, P.J. Fleck didn't approve that bill. I can promise you he didn't. I mean, you don't see, I mean, uh, not as, I guess it's, Grand Valley is about the same size student-wise as as, uh, Western. The football program isn't on the same level in terms of 
um, conference, obviously. No. Um, but Western also isn't as big as Michigan or Michigan State no. in terms of popularity, but they're bigger than Grand Valley in terms of the size of the football program. Mm-hmm. But my point is, Grand Valley doesn't do that. No. Michigan and Michigan State sure as hell don't no. do that. You would never see a a, 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 a billboard saying, we're undefeated in midway. They put an f- asterisk on it and underneath, for now. <laughs> right. I thought, it's man. So far. If Fleck gets wind that they're saying, we're undefeated, look at us. That we'll knock is, down with an oar. That is 100% not the way no. he is. Ugh. Yeah, I don't like that. I, I thought you wouldn't like it either. You got to act like you've been there, act like you're supposed to be there, and don't sit there. There's this, that saying about pride always comes before the fall. Yeah, that was Mike D'Antonio's big one. Is it, was it really? Yeah. He did the same thing? Yeah, he said that uh, after Michigan beat them in 2006, I think. And then people start talking. Yeah, yeah. Just shut up. Just let it go. Just uh, row the boat and uh, try not to. That's anti-row the boat. Because oh, yeah. Row the boat is you're looking at the past as you move away from it, right. good or bad. Yeah. You're undefeated. Staying undefeated, you're like, hey, we're hot ass now. You're looking back at what you've accomplished. You're not living in that. And they have some tough games coming up. Let's settle down in a while, Western. What are they uh, What are they looking at? Well, Toledo's not bad. Uh, they do play them at home. Ball State, they're at Ball State, at Kent State. I mean, these aren't good teams by any means. Two road games, but, but road two game. road games, and everybody's gearing up for you now because you are you are. Yeah, you're the one that put the damn billboard up that says you're undefeated. Yeah, that's going to be known. By Everyone's going to have that on their uh, yeah, and in their weight room now. And everybody wants to upend the team that's been just snow uh, snow plowing through everybody and beating the hell out of them. So this is all these teams' biggest games of the year. You've given them now a little bit of ammunition with your undefeated billboard. Come on, guys. Rip that thing down immediately. <laughs> so, I don't know. I thought that was bad, too. I'm glad you agree with me on that. Yes, I do. Uh, we have a live show coming up on November 11th. It's at the uh, American Legion, post 179. What's the difference between American Legion and VFW? the wrong person. That's a question for the audience. Yes. American Legion a... versus v- VFW. I don't know the difference. I know they're both affiliated with veterans. That I know. Oh, good. Uh, but that's about it. The American Legion Post 179, the Fonger Post, on Wilson in Grand Rapids is where we will be on the morning of November 11th. That's Veterans Day. So it's kind of cool that we're in a place like that on Veterans Day. Uh, the host, the will do the show in its entirety from 6 to 10. Julius will be there. A first-ever appearance this this isn't like a it's kind of like your your big coming out party, Julius. A lot oh, of people yeah, are going let's to call be, it that. They're, they're going to be anxious to see you because it, we haven't done a lot of things together, but we'll be there together at that show. Uh, my dad will be there for a live version of Dear Meathead, and uh, we'll see who else we can get. We've got a lot of local people that we could get at this event to be part of it, and uh, it's a free show. That's my favorite part about it. I wouldn't dare charge a nickel because, frankly, I'm, I'd be amazed if anybody even shows up in the first place. And uh, if I could get away with it, I might consider it. But I, I just, I'm not comfortable with it right now. Not, and I was, you know, I don't want to give the wrong impression that we're better than anybody because the show is free. I just want to keep it that way because I, want, I, don't, want to, I don't want to do anything that could possibly deter anybody right. from not coming. Ultimately, I want you to have, I, I want it to be a, as many people as we can at that event. 
uh, John online right now has the answer to our uh, question that we had. I think I might have an answer, but it's kind of confusing because okay. they're very similar. Now, John is uh, John. Uh, you're a marine, or first of all, do I say former marine or do I say marine? I always get confused. Uh, uh, some people get offended, but I, I, either one is fine. Okay, um, you were in the Marine Corps. And um, you have information as to what is what as to uh, American Legion and veterans of foreign wars establishments. Yeah, it's pretty simple. Uh, To be a member of the VFW, uh, which I am, you have to have fought in a combat zone in a foreign war. To be a member of the American Legion, you just had to be in the military. You didn't necessarily have to go to any foreign wars. Okay. So... Um, so it's pretty simple. Are you a member of both, or do you like if you are in the VFW? Is that you're just not in the American Legion, or you just? No, a lot of a lot of people are a member of both, but uh, one's enough for me, so I'm just a member of the VFW. So you got a brick and mortar building with the VFW buildings, like the one in in uh, in uh, Holland, for example, and then the same thing with the American Legion. What else goes on there that 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 we don't know about? I mean, like, is there like hazing? <laughs> I don't think there's hazing. <laughs> what the hell? No, it's nothing like that. Uh, it's we help out a lot of different uh, veterans organizations, um, and we try to assist with that. And any veterans in need in the area, we try to help with that. And also, it's a bar for veterans that want to go and hang out with other veterans and have a couple drinks. So, like maybe war stories, stuff like that. Yeah, I guess so. Just a lot of veterans just seem to click with other veterans and don't really get along out in uh yeah out of regular bars so that's well, the place where we can go and relax and is there is there etiquette that's involved there about what you're supposed to talk about what you're not supposed to talk about is it is there like a set of unwritten rules no not really it all depends on how much you're drinking i guess okay so basically <laughs> it's a bar it's a bar for veterans that that's not the only thing but that is part of it yeah okay it is part of it are you coming to the live show on veterans day if you can convince my work to give me an extra vacation day, because I don't have any. Oh no! See what you did—you blew them all. Well, John, you got to get there. You got to figure out how to how some way to get there. Uh, I'll figure it out. A lot of people from my work listen to this show, so I I got uh, to <laughs> I got to keep it on the straight and narrow. I can't be sick now. You're stressing me out. If you tell me that you may or may not be there, you have to say, I'm going to be there and I'm bringing 10 people. You realize that. Just say you're going to be there. He'll yeah, get you, over. He'll yeah. forget. Julius is, you see, he's not stressed like I am. I'm stressed beyond belief. I'm convinced nobody is going to show up. Eric, there'll be people there. And if I do come, it'll only think be they for will. Julius, though. <laughs> it'll only be for Julius just to see him. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you're, you're old news, Eric. We got to meet yeah, Julius now. Exactly. Come on, that's good. I I don't care how you get there or why you get there, just as long as you do. All right, John. Well, I'll, I'm going to try my best. All right, Eric. Have a good that morning. Means, that means no. Yeah. That means no. Thank you, John. All right, buddy. All right, See you. It's fun it is, as it would be with a lot of people there. It'd also be fun with nobody there. Julius, I'm going to strangle you. <laughs> I mean, come on. No, dude. <laughs> I uh, you, I will have to be um, caressed. Your dad will like, uh, have to hold you. Hey, guy, I don't think, cry. I think I will he have wipes just, your tears. just barely enough professionalism to be able to pull off a show. But it will be a four-hour, white-knuckle, anxiety-filled catastrophe if there's crickets 
and everybody at the radio station saying, I told you so, you suck. That's, that's, it's a nightmare scenario. I imagine Pellerito will be there, for, at least for a little bit. I can bit. count on Pellerito. Okay, so uh, we'll I, do a show for him, which is fine. I can count on Andrea, cool. and Jason, Two. her husband. There you go, three people. What more do we need? Uh, I think Lindsay, who made me the, the new sack. I think I can count on her. I thought Andrea made the sack. Nope. Okay. Lindsay made the sack. Okay. And maybe Juan from South Juan. Haven. Well, they'll be they'll be married by then, so that'll work out great. That is November 11th at the American Legion, 179, the Vonger Post on Wilson. Free show. Did, did I mention it's a free show? Yeah, you did. <laughs> All right. In the very next segment, we uh, we didn't get to this yesterday, but Scotty Pippen during um, oh one of those final Cub games saying, take me out to the ball game to the fans may have been the worst. And uh, if we have time, we'll get to another story. Um, this guy did something in a school when he was walking through the hallway that Julius might be very proud of this guy. <laughs> I was thinking about you on that setup. And we'll tell you what this guy did as he walked through the hallway. Grown man as he walked through the hallway of a school. And if anybody asks you who you listen to, please tell them the Eric Zane Show. On 107.3 WBBL. That's my free view of the Lost Zane recordings. The full show, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. If you ever, uh, really want to help out the show, uh, throw a few bucks my way on Patreon, and then I give you plenty in return for that five or ten bucks a month. That is uh, hours and hours and hours of content each and every week. Thank you so much. Okay, have a good one. Bye-bye.